Hey guys, you're listening to My Daily Overshare, Episode 6, with me, Halifardiasha. This time, we're gonna talk about one thing most Indonesians love to obsess about, which is going international. Hot topics of the day, the artist formerly known as Agnes Monica, now Agnes Mo in full caps, horror movie 80s throwback bonanza with Joko Anwar's Pengabdi Setan and Stephen King's It film adaptation, plus Molly Surya's Marlina the Murderer in four acts, making waves at international film festivals. Now, if you want to be perfectly honest, saat dengar kata-kata go international, you definitely have Agnes Monica in mind. But arguably, you could say istilah go international tuh sekarang udah gak valid. Soalnya, sekarang anybody nowadays can go international by putting up their music or their movies on various online stores and streaming platforms to make their work available to a wider audience. Well, kudos to my fellow anchorman Kevin Wiarnanda for pointing that out. So last week, I found out that Agnes Mo released a comeback music video titled Long As I Get Paid. Long As I Get Paid, yeah, that's it. Gue lupa sih gimana caranya gue nemuin videonya, cuma kalau sekarang setelah dihitung-hitung, setelah 10 hari, di Youtube udah mencapai 9.065.048 view. Like, whoa dude, that's a lot of zeros. So last Monday, I ran a poll on Twitter, and I asked, What do you think about the new Agnes Mo single? Dan kalau boleh jujur, selama polling di Twitter selama ini, jumlah buat pertanyaan ini yang voting tuh paling banyak, which is 1.257 orang dalam 24 jam. Dan hasil akhir pollingnya adalah, 21% answered, It's awesome! 18% answered, Lagunya dapat A for effort, Lalu 60% menjawab, it's not my cup of tea. Nah, buat yang belum tahu aja nih, if you have an opinion about Agnes Mo di Twitter, biasanya sih cepet banget direspon sama fanbase-nya. And here, gue coba bacain beberapa respon yang masuk about her music video or the new song itself. Ada Mbak Ika Natasa, the writer and novelist, yang bilang, I miss her bilang saja bila kau mau, period, to be honest. And she sort of reminisces kayak zaman Taylor Swift yang dulu-dulu dia lebih suka lagu-lagu lamanya ketimbang yang sekarang. Ada satu Mbak Desi Sagita yang bilang, The music video is aesthetic but has no coherent plot. The beat is catchy but sort of repetitive. She hates the creepy auto-tune and she wants to hear her pretty vocals. There's also Purna Ananta yang bilang, I wonder, did she still do this with Timbaland or not since his signature percussion has completely gone? Nah, gue juga sampai sekarang belum tahu sih produser lagu barunya siapa. One more response ada dari Imam Wirat Maja yang bilang, She has been trying to be liked by a certain demographic, but not our demographic. Hmm. Wah, kalau jawaban orang gini semua, gue bakal diraja mama fanbase-nya Agnes. In my opinion sih pasti tricky sih buat appeal to both the international and Indonesian market. But it's like she's on another plane of existence altogether. In a nutshell, banyak banget yang admire her work ethic. Like after ngeluarin video ini, which she also co-directed, dia juga jadi the face of a smartphone brand yang kemarin launching di beberapa TV nasional segaligus. 
Dan ada juga sih yang ngebandingin sama Witch Chiga Which is sort of valid Soalnya mereka sama-sama dikenal di luar And that also depends on your idea of going international Kalau boleh agak sok tahu, I'm pretty sure that pas Witch Chiga bikin video That Stick Itu, it wasn't like a whole committee of a record company Yang sama-sama brainstorm pengen bikin video yang tiba-tiba viral And I'm pretty sure you gotta admire the production values yang masuk ke music videonya Agnes and how it sounds different. But it all goes back to the music itself. Apakah musik itu bisa diterima sama kuping kita, diterima sama kuping orang luar? Like I personally know jack shit about writing a hit song. And I'm pretty sure hari ini you could say it's easier to get your music out there. Apalagi sejak zaman MySpace dulu ya. It's an interesting time for Indonesian musicians. Apalagi udah nggak ada toko kaset and you have CDs yang dijual di restoran siap saji yang jualan ayam. But you could still write a catchy song and make a pretty good video and put it up on YouTube. Or you could do the Agnes Moore route and shell out. I don't know how much for awesome dresses. And also hire a male model who happened to act in Cabin in the Woods. Yang pasti, we wish them all the best. So go international, why don't ya? It's pretty much a well-known fact. Indonesians love horror movies. There was a period di mana bioskop Indonesia tuh isinya cuma pocong, kuntilanak, dan teman-temannya. Nah, gak tau nih, sengaja atau kebetulan, di saat yang agak barengan ada dua film horor yang sama-sama settingnya di tahun 80-an. Sama-sama versi remake atau adaptasi dari versi sebelumnya. And in an age of countless horror prequels and spin-offs, a presentation of horror at its roots, but at the same time expanding on the original source material. And I'm talking about Joko Anwar's Pengabdi Setan and Stephen King's It. Lucunya kalau ngomongin dua film ini, kalau ada yang ditanya, banyakkan orang sih bakal ngaku kalau dua film ini ah kurang serem. Padahal for a casual horror film fan, lumayan bikin kaget sih with its jump scares and its creepy scoring. Dan buat dua film ini, kebetulan they both have a pretty likable cast. Sama-sama punya peran anak-anak yang humoris biar suasana nggak tegang-tegang banget. Dan kalau di sosmed Indonesia sih, dua film ini jadi bahan meme banget. Dari badutnya It yang lagi nongol di selokan, sampai si ibu dari pengabdi setan yang di photoshop oleh netizen. Kayak dia lagi nge-endorse produk lah, lagi apalah. Ujung-ujungnya both It dan pengabdi setan seem to resonate well with modern audiences. Dan kayaknya bisa banget sih kalau film pengabdi setan bisa nakutin audiens yang di luar Indonesia juga. Apalagi kalau dibanding era film horor Asia yang hits kayak dari Thailand sampai Jepang. At least buat penonton di Indonesia aja nggak nyampe seminggu udah sejuta aja penontonnya. But on the flip side Kononnya sih bakal ada remake horror 80-an lagi abis ini, which is 
bayi ajaib yang kononnya bakal didirect oleh Rizal Mantovani. Hmm. We'll see how that one goes. But for one thing, which movie scared you the most? Pengabdi Setan or It? If you're not familiar with Molly Surya's work, you should be. Dari zaman awal-awal gua main Twitter dan itu era-era Mas Joko Anwar bugil di minimarket ya, 2008-an maybe. Si Mbak Molly ini cukup aktif di sosmed, but luckily she took time out to create something more productive. Di tahun 2008, she directed film fiksi yang dibintangi Ladia Syaril dan ngedapetin penghargaan sutradara terbaik di FFI atau Festival Film Indonesia. But, before I move on, there's a funny story from a while ago yang sempat ada between beberapa film fans yang nanyain soal film fiksi. Filmnya bisa ditonton di mana, terus ada DVD-nya atau enggak, atau bisa di streaming di mana gitu. Terus gue iseng aja coba nge-google, eh ada lo yang ngejual DVD-nya fiksi di salah satu lapak jualan online. Tapi sialnya sih harganya udah hampir 400 ribuan ya saking langkanya. Gue aja punyanya VCD. Eh ternyata beberapa menit habis itu si Mbak Mauli malah beli filmnya sendiri tuh di online. Habis itu dia nge-tweet kalau dia miris juga ya kalau beli film sendiri harganya 300-400 ribuan. Habis itu ternyata si penjual DVD-nya nge-WA kalau di cover DVD-nya fiksi yang dia jual itu ada tanda tangannya Joko Anwar. Yang notabene adalah penulis skenario-nya. Makanya jadi mahal deh. So anyway, gue sih penasaran ya sama her next movie which will be Marlina si pembunuh dalam 4 babak. Atau Marlina the Murderer in 4X kalau judul kerennya. For one thing, sampai sekarang filmnya udah diputer perdana di film festival Cannes. Terus kalau ngintip trailernya yang terakhir, banyak banget review bagus dari media luar. Kayak dari Variety, dari Hollywood Reporter, sampai ngasih julukan genre filmnya ini Sate Western. Atau ya ala-ala spaghetti western gitu kali ya Ceritanya sendiri tentang Marlina yang tinggal di Sumba Dan from what I've read It's a pretty awesome female driven revenge movie starring Marsha Timothy Which in itself already sounds pretty awesome Kononnya it's been around 12 years in the making And I can't wait to see pas mulai tayang 16 November nanti So there you have it. You've been listening to my daily overshare with Halifardiasha. Until next time.